Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we again lift up the COVID-19 victims. We continue to also lift up the healthcare workers, the first responders. We continue to pray for peace in this land. We lift up the Ware family and the loss of the patriarch. We lift up Tiger Woods and pray for his quick recovery. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the past, we've discussed prayer, but today I want to challenge your intercessory prayer life. Intercession means to come between or to interpose on behalf of someone. Jesus is our intercessor, standing between us and God. Acting as our high priest, listen to what Hebrews 7.25 says. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. My friends, after Jesus saves us, he prays for us on our behalf. So while Jesus is praying for us, we are to pray for others. Prayer warriors are called to pray for others. We all need a prayer warrior, and some of us need a team of prayer warriors. When you are asked to pray for others by multiple people, multiple times, well, you might just be a prayer warrior. I hope that you have been praying for great ministries. Paul asked in Ephesians 6, verses 18 through 20, to pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. My friends, the shortened version, as it applies to great ministries, is to pray for me so that I can bring you the word of God. Look at what 1 Timothy 2 verses 1 and 2 says. Therefore, I exhort first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and the giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. Folks, Paul is not restricting the communication with God just for the prayer warriors. We all can do our part. Supplication is asking for something. When you know someone who needs a favorable doctor's report, that is what you ask God for, expecting a favorable report. Prayer is all about communication with God, and we've already defined intercession, so we should be thankful for basic things like the air that we breathe, the food that we eat, the clothes on our back, the roof over our head. Be grateful for the little things. As an intercessor, we should pray for all people, not just for me and mine. Notice who else Paul tells us to pray for, those in authority. We are to pray for the president, the governor, the mayor, and any other person in authority within the government. For the past several months, I prayed for peace in my opening prayer in this podcast. For me to continue to pray for peace means that we don't have quiet in this country. What would happen if we were all praying instead of fighting? Problem solved. 1 Timothy 2 verses 3 and 4 continues, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. My Christian comrades, what if we all decided to pray for the unsaved? 
When we pray for everyone, we will also have to include the unsaved. Although God desires all to be saved, He has given all the ability to choose to be saved. As God, He knows who will accept salvation. But as Christians, we have no idea who will be saved. It's our job to pray for all people. Intercessory prayer is more than a job. It is a command. Colossians 4 and 2 says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. My friends, when you devote yourselves to something, you are all in. Intercessory prayer is an all-in, committed, devoted lifestyle. Prayer should always contain praise, thanking God for His blessings. It is hard to name your blessings one by one and not give God some praise. Examples of intercessory prayer in the Bible include Moses praying for the children of Israel when God was about to destroy them in Exodus 32, verses 11 through 13. Joshua prayed for the children of Israel after they were soundly defeated by the people of Ai in Joshua 7, verses 6 through 9. Jehoshaphat interceded for Judah as they faced a superior army in 2 Chronicles 20, verses 5 through 13. My Christian friends, when you are faced with a superior enemy and your back is about to be against the wall, gather your prayer warriors and present your problem to God. Now, he already knows what you need. He is just waiting on you to give him permission to solve the problem his way. Listen to what Jehoshaphat says in his prayer in 2 Chronicles 20 and 12. It says, O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. Folks, this is surrender, not to the enemy that is approaching, but to God. When we submit to the will of God and trust Him to work in His own way, marvelous results will be obtained. God would send His army of angels to ambush the enemy and cause that army to kill each other. Hezekiah, the king of Judah, faced a similar dilemma when the king of Assyria came to take Jerusalem. In 2 Chronicles 32 verses 1 through 33, the messengers of Sennacherib, king of Assyria, bragged about the previous conquest to the people of Judah. Their mistake was believing he was to face the type of people that he had faced before, but Hezekiah had interceded for his people. Not only did the Assyrian king downplay the people, he spoke against God and Hezekiah. In addition to Hezekiah's prayers, Isaiah also offered up prayers to God. God sent his angel to the Assyrian camp, and the army of 185,000 died in one night. In a side note, Sennacherib went home in shame and was killed by his own sons. When Daniel was exiled in Babylon, he continued to pray for Israel. Daniel's prayer is found in Daniel 9 verses 3 through 19. Daniel knew the 70 years of exile was coming to an end, so he continues to pray to God before the exile expires. Look at the structure of Daniel's prayer. In verse 3, he prepares himself to pray. In verse 4, he glorifies God. In verses 5 through 15, he confesses his sins along with the sins of the nation. In verses 16 through 19, he asks for forgiveness. My friends, one of Israel's sins was lack of prayer. They settled into a comfort zone and forgot all about the God who had brought them from Egypt. Perhaps the greatest intercessory prayer was prayed by Jesus in John chapter 17. After Jesus asked the Father to glorify him, he declares that he has the ability to give eternal life. Jesus prays for his disciples in verses 6 through 19, 
He specifically prayed for them in verse 9, even mentioning that he was not praying for the world at that time. He was praying that all the disciples be kept except the one who was destined to betray Jesus so that the scriptures would be fulfilled. In verse 15, Jesus prays that we should be in the world to reach them with the gospel, not sheltered away from the world in isolation. In verse 20, Jesus prays for all believers. He prays for those who would believe because of the words of his disciples. Folks, what started as a small group of followers has grown to over 2.4 billion people who profess Jesus as Lord and Savior. Christ continues to pray for us today as he sits at the right hand of God making intercession for us, as found in Romans 8, verse 34. My Christian friends, we can be intercessors if we are attuned to what God wants in our lives. Pray with me. Father, direct me to become a dedicated prayer warrior to come to you on the behalf of others. In Jesus' name, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. We'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.